Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal right now for new customers. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, and guess what? If either team scores, $100 in free plays. That's simple. Take advantage of it. All right. Now, joined by very special guest, Mr. Christian Coloco, the man of the hour, the man who is taking college basketball by storm. How you doing, Christian? I'm doing good, and you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, let's let's get into it. Um, first of all, what's the transition been like under Tommy Lloyd? Because it looks like you guys are all having a blast out there right now. Uh, the transition has been good. You know, it's been good. He came in, you know, he just wanted to, he, want all, he wanted all of us to stay. And, you know, he just talked to us like we kind of build a relationship. And I think right now he's going really good. Okay, so when he came to you initially, what did he say that he wanted from Christian Coloco? What did he see your role being to start the season and going forward? I mean, I, I felt we didn't really talk about role. He just, he just, we just talked about like working on my game, you know, like pre- preparing me just to the way he wanted me to play. And, you know, you just during the summer, we have a lot of like prep, individual workouts just to get ready for that. And, and also, and then we start talking about the role, you know, I'm a junior, so for sure I knew I was going to have a bigger role than I had last year. So he just wanted me to be ready for that and not put any pressure on myself and just go uh, be ready to play. Okay, before we kind of go forward, I want to kind of give people a little bit of a background on Christian Coloco. Kind of tell us a little bit about your, you know, your upbringing, how you got into basketball. Let the people out there know a little bit about yourself. Uh, I mean, I started playing basketball uh, back home in Cameroon when I was like 11, but it was just for fun, you know, just one time a week. And I really started taking basketball seriously when I was like 15, you know, and yeah, and then I had had the opportunity to come to the U.S. uh, for my junior year of high school in 2017. And that's how, you know, that's how it happened. And I I got offered by Coach Miller and yeah, that's how I ended up in Arizona, out of Arizona. What was the transition like, you know, coming over here, starting to play basketball? Was it easy? Did it take a while? What was it like for you? I mean, it was pretty hard, you know. First of all, the language was a, a pretty tough barrier, you know, because back home I was speaking French. I mean, I did a lot of English courses and stuff like that, but English wasn't really, like, you know, my first language. So coming in here, the pace of people talking was way, way faster. It was pretty hard at the beginning. And also basketball-wise, you know, the game, people are more physical here. The game is faster. So 
it was pretty tough my first month here, but I got I got used to it and yeah. Okay, so now you get to the U you get to the U of A. What was your first impressions about going against, you know, big time talent? Obviously, you played at a high school that had a lot of talent, but when you got to the division one level, what was the biggest difference for you? I mean, the big the biggest difference was just I just gotta get more physical, you know. Coming in high school, uh, I mean, I was always the tallest one, the biggest one, the bigger one, uh, basically. So coming here, I had to guard guys like Chase, uh, Chase Jira, Zeke, Naji, Irely, Stone Gettings, my freshman year, you know. Uh, I just, he just showed me that I need to be more physical. And yeah, I had to work with Coach Round and stuff like that. And yeah. Okay, so fast forward to this year, and we're all sitting in the uh, media press conference availability. And generally, guys like Coach Lloyd, they don't, you know, they don't make a lot of uh, bold announcements unless they really believe it. And the first one that he really it caught everyone's attention was when he said that Christian Coloco can be an all-conference caliber player for us. And then he went on to say, this is a guy that could be the defensive player of the year. He's got that kind of potential. Is that something that he's talked to you about kind of privately? Because it, it put everybody on notice that, man, we better watch out for Christian this year. Um, I mean, no, we, we don't really talk about all the stuff. He just he just tell me, like, I'm a good player. You know, he just want me to be confident, trust, uh, believe in myself when I play. I'm out there. And, yeah, every day is just like, you're a good player. You just got to be confident and do, like, follow the instruction and, you know, just be a – just be a good leader and follow whatever the coach wants me to do, and I'm going to be good. That's basically what we talk about. We don't really talk about like being all conference, being defensive player. He just wants me to go out there and play as hard as I can. Now, the commentator during the Michigan game, he was talking about you a little bit, and he said that he's never seen a guy that has made maybe more of an improvement from year two to year three than you. Did you have an idea with all the work you put in this summer that this could be the time when you were going to break out? Is this just kind of come naturally? What were you feeling going into this season? Uh, I mean, going into this season, uh, I knew it was it was uh, this this year is going to be my junior year. You know, I've been in college for two years, so this is going to be my third year, and uh, you know. I've been putting in a lot of work, you know. I've been putting in a lot of work, and and even when this new coaching staff came, we put more work, you know, more work during the summer. So, so, you know, I was just ready to show people that, yeah, I've been working on my game, and, yeah, now I'm ready to really explode. Now, the thing that really kind of stuck out to me, and this is something that's different with, a, you know, with a lot of guys who are somewhat new to basketball, is just, you know, just the ability to grab the ball, go up. Your hands right now, man, are they're they're great. I mean, you're you're catching everything. You're dunking. You're you're blocking shots. That was to me. That was one of the first things where I'm like, whoa, we're dealing with a different animal this year, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, I've been working on it. You know, after after every practice, you know, after before practice, I have to get my shot, my uh, my touch. You work on my touch with uh, Coach Ricky. You know, we did a lot of stuff to to be like to be game ready. You know, everything we do in practice uh, after practice is to is to be ready during the game, and I think it's pretty, it's paying off right now. Okay, so now the Instagram video that went viral with you shooting threes. And the form looks good. Have you talked with Coach about letting you shoot a few more threes during the game? I mean, I mean, we talk about it, but you know, that's not what the team needs for me. So I'm, I'm not really into that. So I mean, during the game, sometimes if I'm, I mean, I'm open or like I feel like I'm, 
I'm I can I'm, I'm I can make it. I'm gonna take it. He's not. I don't think he's gonna get mad at me because I take one one three or two. But I th- I just think that's not what it, this team needs for me. You know, we have better shooter than me. We have Kerr, Ben, uh, Justin. All those guys, they're really good shooters. So I don't think I really need to to be one of them. <laughs> Your time will come though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So going in the game that I think really kind of put everybody on notice as to how good the Wildcats are was the Michigan game. Now you're blowing people out and the Wichita state game, you're up early, they come back, you end up winning. But the Michigan game was where everybody I think really served notice. And Christian, what really, what really stuck out to me was how much faster and more athletic you guys were out there than a team that was ranked number five in the country. Was that something when you stepped on the court, did you kind of feel that? Did it take a few possessions or what were your mindset? What was the mentality of you throughout that game? I mean, um, our team, you know, you know, going to every game, we want to win every game. So going to the game, we know we're a good team. Like if you play the way we want to play, if you uh, follow the game plan, we know it's going to be really hard to beat us. So we, we don't really care who we're playing. Like we're going to go out there and be ready to compete and play with effort and energy. That's something coach always emphasized. Uh, if we, we can make mistakes and do all the stuff, but like we have to have a high effort and high energy every game. So going to that game, we just knew like, our effort got to be here. If we have effort and energy, we have a good chance to win every game. Did Coach Lloyd talk to you guys about the turnovers after the Wichita State game? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, we know that, you know, playing the way we play, is not, it's not always easy to take care of the ball, you know, and that's something we're working on just to be, to take more, uh, to take care more of the ball. And I think it's not really easy because we want to play fast and we want to push the ball at some point. At some point, you're going to turn the ball over, but we just want to work or we keep working on it just to kind of limit those turnovers. Okay, so go- going in, so Pac-12 season right around the corner. Well, it's actually starting this week. Now, obviously, you play your high school ball in L.A., UCLA um, coming off of national championship runner-up. USC is good. Um, are there any, were there any games that you circled this season where you know maybe a little bit of an added emphasis, or are they all kind of the same to you? Uh, I mean, no, not really. Like I think we were talking about it like yesterday. We have um, a team talk, like basically every Monday you have like a team talk, and I was saying to the guys like this, now it's about twelve time, you know. Uh, it, for sure, there's a lot of teams that they're losing right now. But when conference starts, like every team can be there. Like we can all be the shorter. So we just got to be ready every game. And yeah, like you said, US, uh, UCLA, I mean, they have a really good team. So for sure, that game is going to be a little more, a, a little bit more different. But, you know, like I said, we play every game to win. So we're going to go out and compete and try to win. All right, Christian, let's be honest here. How much time are you spending in the weight room? Because you look totally different out there. I mean, you look you look like an enforcer at this point. I mean, I mean, a lot of time, a lot of time, you know, a lot of time. Every week, uh, I have to be in the weight room at least, at least kind of five times a week. So, you know, I've been working with Coach Round, and you know, I know I gotta be stronger to play the way I want to play. So, yeah, that's something I've, I've, I've been working on. It. Who's the player? Is there a player out there that you emulate that you want to be like? You know, growing up, somebody a favorite player of yours, anything like that? I mean, I mean, yeah. When I start playing, I start. I don't want to be like him because he's completely. He's basically for me. He's the best player in the world. It's not easy to be like him. But when I started watching basketball, it was Kevin Durant. You know, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City was my favorite team. And that's the reason I went number thirty-five because when I started watching basketball, he was the. I think that's the year he he won. No, he won MVP in two thousand fourteen. But he was he's, he's still one of the best players in the world for me, and uh, he was the. 
the guy I wanted to be like. But I, I'm not like I, I'm not playing like him. But you know, he's the for me. He was the my the best player. Yeah. Now, how do you um, how do you balance everything out? Because obviously, you a lot of people are talking about you right now. You know, you're starting to see some names on you know some NBA draft uh, charts stuff like that. Is the is the NBA something that you've thought about a lot throughout your life? Or, you know, is that the ultimate goal? What exactly, you know, Christian Coloco, four years from now, where do you want to be on the basketball world? I mean, every kid I start playing basketball, he's going to play in the NBA. So that's where I want to be. I want to be, uh, like, ultimately, I want to play in the NBA. I want to be a long NBA player. So for sure, NBA is, is something I have in somewhere in my head. But, you know, right now I'm just focused on playing for Arizona basketball and get better every day. Uh, I know if we win, if I play, I play good, we win every game. But, you know, it's going to happen at some, at some point. But we just got to win games and, yeah. Okay, before we let you go, uh, give the people, what does Christian Coloco do in his spare time? You know, when you're not playing basketball, you're not training, what kind of stuff you like to do? I mean, now this basketball season starts, so I don't really have much time like that. So when I'm not playing basketball, I'm in class or I'm doing my homework or I'm just taking a nap, you know, I got to rest my body or or sometimes I'm just playing, I just playing FIFA with my friends from back home, you know, we just play FIFA and yeah, I don't really... I also watch all the basketball games with my teammates. But other than that, there's not much time right now since the basketball season starts. <laughs> Christian, I can't thank you enough for coming on. And honestly, it's it's been a pleasure to watch you because anytime you're a basketball fan and you watch guys improve, it's awesome. But just to see all the hard work that you put in and just seeing you out there, I mean, you're a force out there. And it's it's a pleasure yeah, to watch you. And I can't thank, thank you enough for coming on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure for me to, me, to be here today. Absolutely. Thanks again. He's Christian Coloco, Arizona Wildcats Center. And honestly, that's one of the privileges of this job right here is to be able to interview people like Christian Coloco, because honestly, that I haven't really seen an improvement like that in, gosh, I was talking with some people about this, maybe back into the 90s where you had an A.J. Bramlett who you know, was just kind of an okay player. And then he emerged and, you know, led the NCAA uh, tournament in rebounding, things like that. But you generally don't see what we've seen there from Christian Coloco. And we'll get to that in a second. But as always, want to remind you about DraftKings. Great deal going on right now for new customers. You throw down $1, again, $1 on an NFL game. And if it hits, i.e. if a team scores, you get $100 in free plays. It's simple. It's easy. I know that you might say, well, what's the catch? There is no catch. I've got a lot of people that are doing it. And you know what? Everybody likes it. There's absolutely, there's there's no downside because, I mean, heck, you're out a dollar. I mean, big whoop. And you can get $100 and you can turn it into things. And you might want to bet on the U of A because honestly, with the way that they're throwing things out there, Tommy Lloyd, up-tempo offense, you might want to bet on the over on some of those games before the word totally gets out. Again, this deal is Arizona only, 21 and up. You've got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. All right. The thing with Christian Coloco and this team, and again, Sean Miller did some really good things with the basketball program. So this uh, kudos to him for that. But I think what you're seeing with this squad and what you're certainly seeing with Christian Coloco is 
and embracing playing a different type of basketball. And as uh, John Schuster said, who's been on here many times, he said, a basketball that is doesn't have to be hard. And I think what, you know, you might say to yourself, what does that mean exactly? What that basically means is, you know what? We got better players than you. I got more athletic wings. I can run. We can get up and down the court. Let's not let this team off the hook right here. And that's exactly what this Arizona Wildcats basketball team is doing right now. And you saw it against Michigan in spades. I mean, it was that was a show for the ages. And that Michigan maybe isn't one of the five best teams in the country, but Michigan's also a team that is probably going to be one of the top, I don't know, three to four seeds in the tournament. And in that game, they looked out of place. You generally don't see that from teams that are going to be top 10, top 15 at the end of the season, which Michigan will. But they looked out of place. And with Arizona, it's pretty simple. When when they run, it's not a I'm going to get a rebound and then I'm going to run the ball to half court. We're going to we're going to extend that. Christian Coloco gets the rebound. He outlets it to Kerr. Kerr pushes the ball up the court, gets to Ben or Dalen Terry or whoever the whoever that man may be. And before long, you got a three on two fast break off of a main basket or off of a rebound. That's that's what makes this team, I think, so unique. And honestly, something that if you were fortunate enough to grow up, you know, watching the Lute Olsen era, you know, as you can tell by all the stuff I got behind me, I was. Um, I didn't see the hey, heyday, you know, the 88, but from about 94 on, I was locked in. So I saw the prime years. And Lute's theory was fairly simple. And we've had Jim Rosborough on talking about this before that, you know what? We got better players than you, and even if we don't, the best way for us to win is to be able to play fast. And I think that's where the difference, and that's where the difference lies with Tommy Lloyd right now. And I'm going to keep saying this all year, that when Tommy Lloyd said that we're going to play basketball at a fast pace, not because it sounds cool, but because it's the best way to win – that sold me because every coach says they're going to play fast. And a lot of them do. A lot of them don't like I'm sure KO Kevin O'Neill, my guy probably tells people he plays fast. Well, as much as I love KO, I'm not playing fast. Tommy Lloyd's playing fast. And I think that, and I think the Christian, we talked about it a little bit with his, uh, with the uh, turnovers against Wichita state. It's a little bit of an adjustment period for sure. Because again, you got 20, 20 plus turnovers is never okay. But when you're also trying to stress a defense the way that the Arizona offense is, that's going to happen at some points. That's just kind of the way it is. Not saying that that's ideal, but there's going to be some growing pains right there. But it's for a much bigger payoff. And the bigger payoff is what you're seeing with Arizona right now. And everybody's benefiting from that. And on the other side, we'll talk a little bit about just how everybody's benefiting from it. But as always, I also want to thank um, everybody here at PHNX Sports. Great stuff going on. Check out the website. All the beats are covered. you got big-time names like a Craig Morgan checking out Coyotes. you got Gerald Bourget with the Suns. we got Johnny Venerables. Everybody here um, doing great stuff with all the different sports. More people than I can even really name. And here, AZ Wildcats podcast, subscribe. Appreciate all of you as as um, more than I can really tell. 
So, all right, let's just kind of go position by position of what we've seen so far. Christian Coloco has essentially gone from being a role player to one of the guys who's going to be, he's going to be a first round pick this year if he comes out barring injury. I, you know, I hate to say that, but well, you hate and you don't because it shows how good he is, but he might not be here after the year. He's that good. He's that type of player. We'll see how he develops. Azulis Tabellis is kind of the guy at the power forward position who's going to be good in any system. If you slow it down, he's a little too big. He's a little too physical. He's just, he's got the ability that a lot of people don't have to be able to make baskets in the paint against pressure that, again, it's fairly rare. But the other guys that have really benefited from it, first and foremost, is Dalen Terry. In that I've I've been watching Dalen Terry for about five years now. One thing that I think it's probably fair to say is that Dalen Terry is never going to be a great shooter. That's just, you know, some guys just aren't. It's kind of the Rondé Hollis Jefferson thing. But Dalen can do pretty much everything else. Dalen can handle the ball. He can pass. He can rebound. He can defend. And what Tommy Lloyd has him in is kind of in a jack-of-all-trades type role where, you know what, I'm going to let you play your game. I'm not going to shoot a ton of threes, but if your box score at the end of the game is 9.7 rebounds, three assists, a couple steals, that is more than okay, and that's something that we embrace, especially considering at six foot eight, he can play a lot of different uh, positions defensively. Ben Matherin's another guy. Now, going into the season, I think a lot of people knew that Ben could play in the NBA, but Ben's a 3 and D guy that bare minimum and that he can shoot threes and that he can defend and he's a super good athlete at six foot six. But with guys like that, why not get them out in transition? Why not get them some easy buckets? And that's what, that's what you've seen with him, especially in the bigger games this season. Uh, Michigan really comes to mind right there. And then to kind of round out that starting lineup, you got Kerr. Now, you know, here's the thing with Kerr. Kerr's never going to be Jason Terry or Mike Bibby. He's not that talented, but what we have seen from him and why I think fans are going to love him for a long time here is that he's tough. You always hear the saying in basketball that, you know, everybody wants the last shot. Well, some people do, some people don't. You don't really know until you're in that spot. And Kerr is one of those guys, and you can tell this in the Wichita State game, you can tell this in the Michigan game, that when the going gets tough, Kerr is more than okay shooting those shots. And that's where I think that he's an exciting guy to be able to watch going forward because maybe he only has 11 points or averages 10 points per game. Who knows? But he's going to be the guy that in the last couple minutes of a game is probably going to be somebody that Tommy Lloyd's going to entrust to shoot more than maybe some other guys just because he really does want that. So you've got a starting five right there that really does kind of coexist perfectly. And I think Tommy Lloyd is the right guy at the right moment right here. Now with Pac-12 plays uh, stepping up, you're going to want to hop onto the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, again, DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you're going to, here's the deal. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, new customers, and you get a hundred dollars in free plays. If either team scores, it's that simple. And honestly, With Pac-12 basketball here, I know a lot of people like to say the Pac-12 isn't that good. Pac-12 is good. 
and it's fun. It's a free-flowing type of a style of play for a lot of people, even UCLA. So why not get some little cash in there? You know what? Make the game a little bit more interesting. You already got a game locked in there. Say, you know what? I think UCLA is going to cover this, or I think Arizona-Washington is going to go over. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is exactly where you're going to want to put all that stuff, and it's coming up this week, so hop on there. All right, before we let you go then, let's break down the bench a little bit here. Now, and Sean Seeley says, I get TJ McConnell vibes from Kirk Creesa. Love his energy, and you can tell he loves playing for Arizona. I think that's a really good one. Now, they play totally different, but I think to Sean's point, what's different about it is there's a, there's a scrappiness. There's a, you know what? I never, I, I hate these cliches, but there's kind of a no, never say die mentality there. And that you're going to embrace guys who basically breathe Arizona and have everything um, going for them there from diving on the floor to picking their teammates up to making timely plays. And I think that's where you see a lot of Kerr in there, but you know, what also I think makes this team unique though, is who you also have coming off the bench. And I was wrong about something. I thought that this was going to be a team that was eight deep, maybe eight and a half. It's legitimately nine deep. Now, I think the starting lineup is set, um, and I, I feel pretty comfortable in saying that. But just look around the rest of the uh, look around at the rest of the positions. Justin Kyer is the ideal Swiss Army knife, the Georgia transfer, six foot five, got a little bit of a handle, can score a little bit, can get to the hoop, can defend. I can put him on a shooting guard. I can put him on a small forward. Heck, in certain situations, I can put him on a power forward. He's a great guy to have and you know, in that 18 to 20-minute per game role. Pella Larson is a guy that I think a lot of people thought was going to start this year. I personally think that Pella is a little bit better off the bench, mainly because I don't – as good as he is, and he's going to be a very good player – I don't think he can deliver all of the things on the court that a guy like a Dalen Terry can. So I would be very hesitant to take Dalen out of the lineup, but Pella Larson's going to play 20 plus minutes a game just off of his shooting, just off of his smarts. And the more that he gets into shape, I think you're going to see a drastically different player. Kim Aiken Jr. is a guy that, you know, we've seen can shoot a little bit, can defend. He's the one that maybe gets a little bit crunched for minutes there because you've got so many other guys on the court that can kind of do a little bit of what he does. But guys like that are always invaluable, and there's always going to be a time in the season where he's probably going to make a play happen that maybe you didn't otherwise see. And then before we sign off here, big Umar, Umar Balo, Gonzaga. I thought Gonzaga transfer. I thought when he came in, I thought this was going to be a project. I thought you were looking at best-case scenario, maybe an Ira Lee who is going to be able to steal you a few minutes here and there. But you know what? He's solid, but not really a difference maker. I was wrong on this kid. This kid's going to play all season. He's going to get you 12 to 15 uh, minutes per game. And what's exciting about him, and maybe not enough people are talking about that, is this is a guy who is probably going to be your starter in a year or two. And I'm totally cool with him being your starter or being the U of A starter because, first of all, his hands are good. He's – I worried a little bit about his quick twitch muscle going up, but he can dunk, he can finish, he can defend. I don't know that he'll ever be an NBA guy, but if you're going to tell me that, uh, you know, that Umar Ballo is going to be your starting center as a junior and senior here at the U of A and I want to compete at the highest level, 
I'm more than okay with that. And so he's drastically outperformed all of my expectations in that Gene M just said Ballo is super efficient. And I couldn't agree with you more. He's a guy that I think is going to be a, a crowd favorite too, because he plays hard. And this is a guy that I think could be an all conference type guy by the time he leaves, but just a lot of really, really fun stuff going on here at the U of a we'll be back with you tomorrow. Got a couple of special guests lined up. Don't want to put it out there quite yet, but you guys all make this happen. I can't thank you enough for all tuning in. And um, we will have this up on the podcast here shortly. But Christian Coloco, everyone at the U of A, you're fantastic. I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.